Hi, and welcome to Milfy Rich. I'm your host, Jenny Jector. This podcast is all about motherhood, the heavy emphasis on the ways that we nurture ourselves and the ways that we self-abandon. I'll be sharing personal growth stories and tools from my own life and the lives of my clients, as well as conversations with experts who are helping to shatter old paradigms of motherhood so that women everywhere can embrace what it means to be fully alive and fully themselves. It's time to get lit and embrace your intoxicating aliveness. Hello, 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 ladies. Welcome to another episode of Milky Rich. I am your host, Jenny Jector. And today we are going to talk about the 10 things that everyone in the alcohol industry who is entertaining a lot and it involves a lot of drinking or anyone whose profession or job, like if you're in sales, if you're a lawyer, if you are in the financial world, and your job involves a lot of entertaining and evenings out, I want to give you the 10 things that you need to know. And these can be tips for drinking less and mindset shifts that you need to make so that you don't feel like fucking ass all the time. Because here's the thing, like there's so much freaking money to be made in these industries, right? So you can be making a lot of money, but feel fucking shitty because of your alcohol consumption. And a lot of times what we're doing is like, we we think that we're like connecting with our customers or we think that we are like bonding with our clients in some way with the drinking, but that's really not true because what happens, the more you drink, the more you actually become super self-involved and loud to the point where you're just trying to hear your own voice, right? So like you become less engaged and more disinterested in the other person and more interested in just yourself. Like the ego takes over the more you drink. So the idea that like you are connecting or bonding with your customer is so like bullshit, (laughs) And what is actually true is that when you can be the person in these evenings out where the intention is to build relationships, really, right? Because like selling is all about building relationships. And so the intention is to build relationships when you stay sober or sober-ish, you have the potential to be the best like a customer service person, the best salesperson, the best connection for the other people who may be drinking, right? Because you are going to stay interested and engaged in them during your conversations. And then even if they get really shitty drunk, they will still have this memory, this feeling of you being interested. 
And there are 10 things that you really like have to shift your mind around to make the change from being the person who is like, I'm going to party like with you and match you drink for drink and be at that level to know I can be with you in these environments, hang out and stay like grounded in myself and invite you to even like, like me more. So the first one is that we think that people really care if we're drinking. And I want to tell you, I'm so sorry to bruise your ego like this. No one actually cares if you drink or not. And after a certain point, they're not really paying that much attention. I'm so sorry to your ego. You just don't matter. (laughs) So I want to invite you to this like tragic truth that people don't actually care that much about what you're doing or what you're not doing. And I really saw this, like when I was in the alcohol industry and I would be at these wine dinners and my mind at first, like when I was doing the work of my drinking, I'd be like, oh my God, everyone's going to know. Everyone's paying attention to me. Everyone's going to notice I'm not drinking. No one noticed. Like every once in a while, so we're like, oh, you didn't finish your wine. And I'm like, yeah, I like, like, I don't really, I'm, I don't really want it. And then that was it. Right. And if you happen to run into a person who really harps on it, like that could honestly just be a more like interesting experience for you to notice why are they so obsessed with you? Right. Like, why is this person harping on the fact that you're not drinking or like drinking very little? Like, why are they so obsessed with you? That's super interesting. That's a whole other perspective. Number two, you can make a glass of wine last all night like a non-drinking ninja if you focus on the conversation. So this is where you want to be genuinely interested in other people. Like pay attention to what they're saying. Pay attention to what they're saying about themselves and about their interests and about their families. And like think of questions to ask them and not in this way that like you're being fake and shit, but like you actually like, oh, you're really interested. Like that's super interesting about this human. Like, tell me more. I've never heard of that. Like, what what was that like? What was that experience like for you? And so the more you engage, one, you're giving them a chance to talk about themselves, which people love to do. And two, you are taking the focus off of your alcohol consumption and putting it onto other people. And so it's a win-win for you. Now, here's a tip. If you are going to a restaurant and you don't really want to bring attention at all to the fact that you don't want to drink, you want to give the illusion that you're drinking because you just don't feel like fielding the questions. And that is totally fine because when you are building your like sober or sober-ish confidence, there's only so many questions you can take from people before you're like, oh my God, fine, give me a drink because you just like start to get insecure and self-conscious. So this is a tip that you can do when you go out to help you like look like you're drinking. 
tell your server ahead of time that you aren't drinking and to always just take your glass, no matter how much was in there and bring the next one. So like if people are ordering bottles of wine or if you're at a wine dinner or something, tell your server, like no matter what's in your glass, you just take it away and bring the next course or like take, take the white wine that you have, take it away and bring the glass for the red wine that's coming for your entrees. Just tell them ahead of time. No one is paying attention to how much you drank, how much is in your glass, especially as they are continuing to drink more. They are paying less and less attention to you. This brings me to number four. (laughs) Once again, No one actually cares if you're drinking, especially once they start tying one on. People tend to get more self-involved and louder. And you can just sit back and like watch. You can sit back and be amused. You can sit back and see like, oh, this is what I'm normally engaged in. That now I just have full like witness and awareness of. And it's interesting, right? It becomes interesting to watch the levels of intoxication as the night goes on. And it's not like we have to sit there and like judge people because we're not doing that. Like we're just like kind of amused. And you can see the people that like people change as they drink more. And when you are sober and when you are just like giving the illusion that you're drinking, you just get to sit there and, and it's almost like an interesting show. Enjoy the show. My next tip, tell the bartender ahead of time that you will be ordering a gin and tonic, but he or she should really just give you a soda with a lime, but you will pay for the alcohol and he or she can use that free shot that he didn't use to pour someone else a drink and get help them get more tips without sacrificing liquor cost. So this is for... Again, the person who wants to give the illusion that they're drinking, go ahead and tell the bartender that like, I, I, I want to just pretend because I just don't feel like fielding the questions or whatever. I want to feel good tomorrow, whatever. Like you, don't have to give them, you don't even have to give them an excuse, but you just tell them to like make a fake drink for you. And then instead, like, and this, and this is especially good if you are at a sit down dinner that you tell your server this. Or if you're at like an actual bar, like you just have this conversation ahead of time. And this helps you to avoid the uncomfortable conversations, especially while you're trying to build your sober confidence. Tip number six, the more you drink, the less restrained your your food choices will be. And so to remember this, and you want to remember that you can make a plan ahead of time and stick with it. Even if you have a single vineyard Pinot Noir buzz going, you're so very much in control after a few glasses, like you are still in control of your food choices after a few glasses. So keep the reins on and don't gorge yourself and make it worse. This is for when you're going out for dinners, right? And like, you know, like that the sheer uh, volume of food is going to be high and that you are invited to a lot of these types of dinners that you don't want to feel terrible in your body. 
And so you want to practice restraint when it comes to your food choices. And it tends to be like the more we drink, the less restrained we feel with our food choices. And so instead of having like a couple of delicious bites of dessert, we eat the whole thing and then feel sick. So the more in control of your alcohol consumption you are in the beginning, the more in control you're going to be of your food choices the entire time you're out. All right, tip number seven, skip dessert if you're drinking. The combo of alcohol and sugar will make for an even worse headache tomorrow. Trust me, I learned this the hard way. Because <laughs> basically, anytime I got like beyond buzz, which is for me was like that three three glasses of wine, um, I would always go for ice cream or like some sort of dessert. And then my headache and my hangover and my bloat would be way worse the next day because of the sugar. So choose one. If you're drinking alcohol, don't have that dessert or keep it to like a couple of bites at a maximum. All right. Tip number eight. When everyone else is hooting and hollering and you feel left out, Remember, only you have to wake up with yourself tomorrow and how you feel. You will not feel left out when you feel fresh and energized while everyone else is snorting goodies powder just to get out of bed. This is when you want to use that like prefrontal cortex, that part of your brain that has your best interests at heart, that is planning for the future. In the moment, you may feel left out, like you may feel this FOMO. And I want to encourage you to allow FOMO to be okay. Let FOMO be an emotion that you are so freaking comfortable feeling because you know how you want to feel tomorrow. Let yourself feel left out so that you can feel so fucking fine and fresh in the morning. I want you thinking about tomorrow. How do I want to feel tomorrow? I know I feel like this right now. I know I feel uncomfortable right now, but how do I want to feel tomorrow? Once you get to a certain point with your alcohol consumption, it's really hard to reel yourself back in to tomorrow thinking because you get so, so deep entrenched in right now, pleasure right now, instant gratification. You know what that limit is for you. What is it? Write it down before you go out. Say, I am not having more than two glasses of wine because I know when I have more than two glasses of wine, my critical thinking, my my tomorrow decision-making goes out the freaking window. How do I want to feel tomorrow? Write that shit down and you remember it because this is gonna be what holds you back from making these bad decisions in the moment, because you're feeling FOMO, your saboteurs got you. They're like, I feel left out. So what? Be left out. Girl, be left out. How do you want to feel tomorrow? Good. You want to feel good. You want to remember this. Write it down. All right. Tip number nine. People will try to make you feel like you're a loser if you want to go home early. 
Don't let them remember that a lot of people in the industry and a lot of people like in sales and a lot of people who have these jobs where they work all the time are actually miserable at home. So it's easy to stay out all night when you don't want to go home. I want you to hear me again. The people who are trying to get you to stay out all night long and party with them most likely don't have the most ideal home life. One, is that true for you? Two, do you want to keep making it be true? Or three, is it not true for you? And you just need to own that. Like, oh, I actually like my partner. I actually want to go home and be with my family. And if that's not true for you, that's deeper work, right? That's work you need to do. The the, the key is not to stay out drinking more to avoid the problems at home. And don't let people make you feel like you are a party pooper because you actually like want to invest in your home life and creating like an amazing functional family. Let them have that life. You create the best life for yourself and make these decisions that support that. All right, my friends, tip number 10. And it's it's the same one from earlier because it needs to be repeated. No one actually cares if you're drinking. And if they act like they do, remember, you are the mirror to their own toxic choices. And the more you stand strong in the decision to be mindful about what your intake is, the more they are forced to question their own behavior. Behavior. Be the bold fucking mirror. Be the bold fucking mirror. Okay? It's uncomfortable. But what you want for your life, how you want to feel, the relationships you want to have, the quality of your life is worth the discomfort of letting your crazy coworker down that you're not taking a shot of fireball with him. Who the fuck cares? (laughs) Not you. My friends, I have so many thoughts and opinions around drinking as part of the job and how we can navigate this with so much grace and how we can stand so strong in like what we want for our lives. We can be really successful at work. We can still enjoy alcohol mindfully if that is your decision. And you can still go out to these events and get like what you're going for. What you're going for is relationship building. Alcohol doesn't help you build relationships. If anything, it hurts them. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. If you, if this is in early December, when you're listening to this, I hope you will join me for my hot for the holidays workshop, where I'm going to teach you the mental fitness tools that will help you change your drinking habit and keep you feeling like super sexy in your body. If you're not following me on Instagram, you better get over there 
because I am in my stories all the time, share awesome stuff. I'm super fun. <laughs> to be hanging out with on Instagram. And as always, if you are ready to take this work deeper, if you are ready for 2023 to be the year that you get sober curious, then I want you to schedule your one-on-one consult with me. You can do so with the link in my bio. My ladies have the best freaking day and I will see you next time.